You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Hello, everyone. It's that time for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C. Morley. Okay. Uh, hello, my people, my people, my people. Welcome back. And hello, John. How are you? I'm doing great, John. It's uh, definitely a pleasure to be with you once again. And looks like we have solved all of our problems. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's uh, definitely a pleasure. Uh, so tell me, John, you know, uh, what's, what's new out? You know, we, we got a couple of topics on board, um, but I definitely would like to know, you know, what, what's new uh, possibly, you know, just that sticks out for you, you know, um, out of all of the things uh, in the week, in the past, past week here that uh, you have encountered, you know, that, you know, um, you may find most useful uh, for the audience here today. I think the biggest thing, if we if we want a, a distance from COVID for a second, but I still can't not stop to that. Uh, there's still been some more technology challenges. Uh, people are still not paying attention, and uh, you know that's still disheartening. It's not really directly related to technology, but I think it's really important that people need to adhere to social distancing. They need to wear a mask, especially now if they're outside, according to the new orders. Right. Uh, people just aren't getting it. And uh, if it keeps going this way, they're going to be shutting our states down again soon. Hopefully not as drastically, but uh, people just aren't getting this. I mean, what don't they get? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, some people like to keep the rebel spirit inside of them. <laughs> and and uh, I, I think, you know, uh, I don't know if it's a little bit of, uh, you know, just... You know, people are, don't believe it. Uh, or, or, is, or is it, Marcus, is it the teenage rebellion thing where it's like, you know, if you tell me not to wear a mask, then, yeah. you know, you know it's, if you tell me to wear a mask, then I won't. So if you tell me not to wear one, then I'm going to. So maybe we should tell people to not wear them, and then maybe half the population will wear them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Sometimes you have to, you know, do reverse psychology on people, uh, especially the people who are the rebels. And when you do that, you know, you you will you'll find that they will uh, definitely move in the opposite direction. And so, <laughs> but so. then you got to have two messages, Marcus. You got to have one message for the people that actually are going to pay attention, yeah. and then you can have another message for the quote unquote teens or rebels that believe that. You know, they have they live in their own world, and these things don't apply. I, I was somewhere the other day, and uh, a gentleman was right in front of me. He was more than five feet away. I had my mask, and he had his. And he took this great big can of Lysol, and he was just <laughs> spraying it at me and everything. Yeah, I'm, like, <clears throat> I'm like, enough, enough, enough already. You know, yeah. I get it, but, you know, you don't have to spray me. It's, like, been 20 seconds. I'm going to, like, probably drop dead if you keep spraying me. <laughs> Die of asphyxiation, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but uh, in other sure. news, I guess what really hit me this week, because, you know, I've always had my eyes, um, you know, kind of focused on things. And one thing that, that caught my attention was this, um, uh, basically this, this Ro I think it was called Ro Roblox, I believe it was called. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you you might have heard about it. Oh, well, man, my know, kids love it. You know, um, I, I have kids. <laughs> they like and, it. Oh, they, oh man, it's, cr it's crazy. And, and my son... Um, you know, he has, you know, asked me to buy the Roblox, um, uh, if I'm even saying it correctly, the, the dollars, <laughs> the cash, the Roblox cash, and all that great stuff. It's like that other game, like we remember, remember a while ago, SimCity, where you had to buy, like, the characters, buy the clothes. Yeah. You know, buy all this stuff, right? <laughs> Indeed. I think it's, it's like the 80s all over again. Well, a dad had discovered, uh, I believe it was his 11-year-old daughter. Uh-huh. Okay, now catch this one, Marcus. He found out, and I think he almost blew a gasket <laughs> when he learned that, that she spent 
uh, $6,000 on Roblox. Oh, my goodness. Uh, she thought, now listen to this, she didn't know that she was spending daddy's money. She thought that there was actually Monopoly money. Now, and I think, you know, sometimes <laughs> in our world with virtual reality, there is that confusion of whether something's real or not yes. real. Um, but I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, kids got to learn at a younger age that, you know, this is real money. And, um, <laughs> you know, for a parent discovering this, and then there was another one in Europe. Uh, that spent, I think it was over 4,642 pounds, and roughly that's $5,792. Jesus. And uh, they put the money on dad's debit card. And uh, they were on a popular TV show, um, the, uh, the Jeremy Vine show. And, uh, you know, the play uh, Roblox now, uh, Roblox. Uh, they were enjoying the free to play Roblox, but then she wanted to spend that. What is it, four ninety nine again in pounds, and it's yeah. roughly in U.S. dollars. Yeah. Because now they went for that in-app purchase. I don't know about you, but you know when you have that thing just stored in there, and you can just do that simple pay. You can with something so simple, it's very easy for those dollars to just leave. When exactly. it's harder for you, like taking cash out of your wallet or having to go through extra steps, uh, you kind of think twice when you're spending the money. Uh, right. That's what I've noticed. And um, then there was another gentleman. He was actually a lot older. Um, I think he was up in probably his 70s or 80s. And he wasn't very tech savvy, but I'm not going to hold that against the gentleman. Um, mm. He basically, uh, he, he wasn't able to visit his bank. Okay, obviously because of the pandemic and things yeah. like that. And um, he figured the only thing he needed to do was to sign up and get a bank account online, which I thought that was great. So he goes into his bank account online when she finally figures out how to do that with many of the people that helped him with the online you know, banking services, which are free. Many banks have that. And he logged on, and I think it was not even a few seconds that he was like holding his head and like literally saying some words that I'm not going to repeat here on the show <laughs> uh, because we are for all audiences. But he discovered this horrible truth. Then he saw 99 cents. Now, he was in, in like, England or the U.K., and he uh, was spending 99 cents and then 9.99 pounds, and he just couldn't seem to understand what the blank is going on. And the first thing he probably thought is, you know, I'm being scammed. My account got right. hacked, right? You probably would think the same thing. Definitely. What are all these charges all over the place? Well, what he later learned, um, because he went to – Call his bank back to cancel the debit card. That's the first thing he did. Whenever you see crazy charges, right. you always cancel the card, right? That's always the first step. You don't care about how it happened. Let's just let's just stop the bleeding, Definitely. and then we'll, we'll we'll deal with how to make sure you know the fire never happens again. So um, he asked his daughter if uh, you know she was playing a game, and she said, "Oh yes, Daddy, I'm I'm I'm, I'm playing. I'm using Monopoly money." And oh, he's oh, like, oh, "What do you mean?" Oh, I'm playing this game, and and it's just Monopoly money, and you, you just keep uh, you just keep paying. It's only like ninety nine cents a dollar, but it's not real money, Daddy. <laughs> and and <laughs> I, I mean, the person, you know, he's talking to her, and he's like, he's like, he's not saying anything, and he was surprised that this game that was designed for children, okay. And I have to say one thing: there are things that are for the adult world whether it's adult entertainment, whether it's adult education, um, yeah. and there are things that are for the children world, right? Right. And I have to say to this, these, these uh, game developers, shame on them. Because yeah. I think they're preying on the children because, you know, they use the phone and they know that the parents probably, first of all, the parents shouldn't have enabled Apple Pay on their kid's phone. Oh, That's probably the first thing I would have said. That's a big no-no. But usually, like, oh, yeah, you could buy a song if you want it. You could do this. And I don't think – and they probably felt they weren't doing anything wrong. So the app wasn't really telling them that it was actually charging their Apple Pay account because these kids knew how Apple Pay worked and how it charged money. But here's the weird thing. And you're probably still asking me, John, well, how do the kids not know yeah. fake money from real money? It's yeah. real simple, Marcus. They made it like a game, Okay. And they never told the children that they were charging their Apple Pay account. 
Wow, that now so, that's really deceptive right there. Well, you know? that's very deceptive. So BBC, which you may or may know, the British British Broadcasting Channel, I believe is what it stands for, um, they, they actually contacted Roblox Corporation. And um, guess what happened? Oh, I'm pretty sure that they uh, wanted to they helped get the refunds right. They, they issued a full refund with no questions asked. <laughs> so yeah. they said, and I'm going to quote something exactly for what Roblox said, and I quote, we strive to prevent unauthorized purchases by taking measures such as not storing billing information and work directly with parents to provide appropriate fund refunds whenever possible, which is the case in this instance, said the company. Well, okay. Uh, that we, covered you wonder their, how long that took, though. <laughs> yeah, that covered, that was a CYA base, that covered their rear. Yeah. But, you know, uh, and, you know and, and they've seen before that, you know, giving kids access to, to parents' payments methods can be dangerous. Yes. So, you know, just asking a teen unknowingly who spent $8,000 on FIFA games. Oh, it was another wow. 11-year-old kid who blew 7500 on microtransactions because oh, he was goodness. learning how to play a game. Wow. You got to wonder, uh, John, you know, uh, will, you know, these banks should, you know, uh, you know, send an alert, you know, to to the Well, I, I think here's what happened. So, you know, when you go to apply for a credit card, if you're a business owner, yeah. It's usually pretty easy. They want to make sure you're going to do everything compliant. But now with COVID and these, these, these virtual world games, there never was an issue because there were such small amounts, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, and they were always very clear. But here's the thing that I think is, is wrong and it was deceptive. When they went to download the program, there's always that, I don't know, what do you call that, point zero zero two and a half uh, font that you need right. to have a magnifying glass even if you have 20-20 vision because you can't actually see what the hell it says. So yeah. they had that font, very small, and the little girl, when she played the game, every time she played it, she kept, I agree. So there was a box that actually had this large mumbo-jumbo that hmm. basically said in it that your transactions are automatically going to be billed through your uh, Apple Pay account. Now, they do this once. They don't have to do it each game. So once you install that free game, so I tell people this, Marcus, when a game is free or something is free, it's either not very good <laughs> or there's a catch somewhere, right? Yeah, there's a catch. Please. So there's other companies I found out doing the exact same thing. They're doing the exact same thing. And, I mean, I think the credit card companies really got to clamp down with a new type of merchant. And that merchant is... Uh, video games and and, and, and yeah. I think transactions that are under a dollar or under ten dollars, especially when they're virtual. Yeah, because these these, you know? these transactions add up rather quickly when you can simply hit the agree button, you know, as many times as you want to without any oversight. Right, and it's ninety nine cents or the pounds, and they put it in there. You play it for a couple hours, so. You do the math on that. You you do that ninety nine cents sixty times in hours. That's uh, that's almost sixty dollars. Yeah, very easily. You know, and very easily. And um, nowhere in the game do they tell you that this is real money. So I understand that it's a game. I get it. So yes. if they want to do something like this, I think the game should be. My opinion is it should be targeted to people twenty one older. I'm not one that's into gambling. Um, I consider gambling taking the money and just throwing it outside. I'd rather just, you know, you could just put it into your shredder. It might be easier. It might be quicker <laughs> yeah. than, than putting it through. But at least you know if you shredded $1,000 or a million dollars, you know what you shredded. Absolutely. You donate $1,000, right? You know what you – by the way, if you shred the money, you don't get a tax write-off for that. It's not like giving it to a 501c3 or a charity, right? Right, right. So I, I have to say shame on – uh, Roblox and other companies that are doing this. Uh, something also that has come to my mind as we're talking about gaming, um, and it's really something that's been bothering me, is there is another company out there. You, you may or may not have heard of them. They're called Fortnite and Apex oh, Legends. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've heard of them before. Oh, yeah. We're very familiar with Fortnite, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, 
they, uh, the thing that's very interesting, I, I want you to understand, they have a very uh, unique little commercial where they have three, three, let's say, teenage kids, maybe a little bit older, and then they have this other kid that maybe is a little bit older, and he's got this remote control in his hand, and if you pry it away from him, I don't know if you'd make it alive. Um, but here's the thing that I think is really interesting. The kids, as you know today, everyone loves sports to a certain amount. Now, some people may not play sports and be very good at it, but they like to walk and they like to get physical exercise, right? right? Well, so maybe they're not being couch potatoes to the old term of couch potatoes, but they're becoming excited couch potatoes. (laughs) And very, uh, how can I say, on each other's neck couch potatoes where, you know, if you think playing a game of football or something competitive, right, is something that's going to, you know, really build up that adrenaline or the male testosterone. I mean, you don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. It's, it's really something. What this game is doing it is making it like, you know, I got to be the best at this. Like, I talked to you about a game called Sim City, which you probably remember a while ago, and there's some other games. Right. Uh, King's Quest 7. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303 292 9992, now in Lowry or downtown. This is another uh, big favorite of mine. And I remember how many hours I would stay up playing this game and stuff. But, you know, these games that I played didn't do what this game did. Yes, they Mm. tried to trick you and get you to call a 1-900 number so you could get one little stupid tip to figure out that you had to get the third ball before you could empty empty the fountain. And then you could go under the fountain and find the magic hole and go around the cave and come back in and get the magic sword. Okay. Fine, that's a little different, but they, they, they didn't actually, they weren't deceptive. They right. had a 900 number, you had to be a certain age, or your parents had to call, dial first, and then hand the phone to you. Um, but what they're doing is something interesting. They're, make, they're actually brainwashing kids, teens, young adults, yeah. uh, and what they're doing is they're creating, I don't want to say a cult, but they're creating a very inner world. Now, we know how growing up can be very clicky, and sometimes you can be very, uh, what the word is, maybe excluded instead of included. Yes. Uh, and, and rather, you know, we hear every day, we hear about the fact of, you know, being prejudiced and, you know, being, um, let's say, hypocrite and for a lot of reasons. But we've never heard this, uh, Marcus, for playing a game. Never. No, You're never discriminated for playing a game. And what they did was they had all these unique things and the kids became so entrenched in this game that it was like if you wore the wrong kind of clothes to school, right? You'd be teased, right? Mm. Same thing. If you use the default skin that comes with these games, you're going to get bullied. What? (laughs) Oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, now we have online bullying Okay, wow. we're not even talking about physical contact. Okay, which might be less, might be yeah. not as bad. <laughs> no bullying is good, but the fact that they're using bullying, and now they're starting to alienate, block kids from certain Facebook groups, call them names, just because they don't change their default skins. And a lot of these people playing the games become so ingratiated into them that they don't even know how to change the default skins. Wow. And if this is such a big deal, why doesn't the manufacturer make it so that when you start the game, they're saying, hey, why not change your default skin? It's easy. Why don't they do that? So I think it's really clear, Marcus, that online gaming has influenced and infected uh, many that play even more than probably when we would play physical sports. Like I said, just the games... Uh, out there of just Fortnite and Apex Legends, just two of them, and there's several others that we're not even talking about. And these people are on a, on a couch, and they've got their controllers, and like I said, you couldn't pry it away from them unless there was a fire. Even if there was a fire, they may still want to 
hold on and play the game until the set actually burns. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, I, and if you just watch these people's eyes, Marcus, I mean, I don't know what's come over them. I mean, you do this in front of them, and I don't think they'd even like, you know, get out of my way. Like, <laughs> I'm just curious, John. You know, uh, how, how long do you think? You know these these gaming companies going to last without being held accountable for you know some of the you know the uh, things that are happening to some of these kids uh, you know from from some some of the things we are witnessing here. I I think right now everybody's getting a free pass, yeah. uh, and the reason and not that they deserve one, but I understand why they're getting one because of COVID. Now, COVID has had a lot of challenges not to get into COVID, but everybody's getting a pass because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't think that abuse, I don't think that deception, I don't think that fraud should be an excuse. COVID should be an excuse to allow that to happen. How about you? But I don't oh, think that should be all. a free card. Oh, not at all. You know, um... Especially with children, the fact that they're now thinking they're playing an innocent game, right? Yeah. And they're playing this innocent game, and they feel that they're so comfortable. We talked about this just the other day. Uh, last week or a few weeks ago, you know, you wouldn't give your credit card to a total stranger, but you feel so comfortable and so safe at home. Right. And now you got this this company, and I'll tell you something, this was not by accident. They planned this. Why else would they use fake money? Mm. If they made it look like real money, the kids might get a little scared and maybe not spend it. Yes. They knew what they're doing. So the moral of my story here is, and it doesn't just go to game companies. I can't just blame them. It goes to anybody making an app. If you download an app, I don't care whether it's a dating app. I don't care what it is. You download it, and it's for free. And then very small, it says, um, this app is free for 30 days, and then you'll be billed $7.99 for the first such and such, and then $4.99 for additional month. A lot of people don't read that. That's why... That if you call up the, the your credit card company, you're going to get your money back. But if you go to Apple, and that's an Apple purchase product through the Apple store, guess what? You're not getting your money back. No. The only way you're getting your money back is to go challenge it from the credit card. Yeah. Now, if you do that, you will get your money back. But Apple warns you that they have the right to suspend or delete your account on the Apple store. Mm. So, yeah. I think Apple's really not taking responsibility. No. Um, they're, and and they're although I don't think it's you. Apple's fault, Apple has a lot of rules. I think Apple should be enforcing something. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Yeah, so yeah, we have a lot of moving pieces here. Uh, and I, I can see where you're going with this, John. And, and it totally makes a, to- a lot of sense here. Um you know, uh, but I think instead of you know being on the games, uh, maybe maybe we can you know <laughs> see people going to Disney, <laughs> seeing being that it's uh, about to be reopened. So what what are your yeah, thoughts on that, Disney? That, that, that's, <laughs> that, that that's it's a great point, Marcus. You know, Disney's been closed. Was it how many months have they been closed now? Yeah, they've been they've, they've been closed now for uh, it's been an extended uh, period of months now uh, since. Um, I guess for the first uh, 115 days uh, now, you know, it's it's starting to see its gates open. So 115 days has been shut down. They they just started to open their gates recently. And uh, something interesting that I learned, I knew that uh, tourism was important in Florida. Yeah. But did you know, Marcus, that 77% of their revenue comes from tourism in Florida? Yeah. Um, that's That's truly amazing and you know that's quite a bit of a loss you know uh the, the mere fact that you know you you got people that come from all over the world uh, practically to come visit disney and to get the experience and and not only that think about that 77 percent. let's talk about that in, in, a, in a in a quantifiable number that people can obviously understand in dollars and cents yes what if i was to tell you and this is the truth $700 million Whoa. of the state of Florida's taxes. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Guess where it comes from? Disney. Disney. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Florida's on the verge of bankruptcy, huh? <laughs> that, that, that's right. And, and you know, wow. I, uh, 
I think Disney, uh, you know, I saw some of the videos where they were reopening, some of the cast members coming back. Now, that's just some of the cast members, not all the yeah. cast members. So, uh, but I think they got a big uh, uphill battle right now. I mean, obviously, uh, some people are complaining because they're doing so much cleaning. Uh, I now used to say everything was magical, but even in the Magic Kingdom, you never would see people cleaning. Now you're seeing people cleaning like crazy. The Magic yeah. Kingdom, other play, other parks like uh, you know MGM Studios and Epcot and Animal Kingdom, you'd see people cleaning and that was okay. But in Disney, you weren't supposed to quite see that because everything was magical in Disney. Well, now yeah. they're cleaning like crazy, which I don't fault them for. I think that's great. But Disney has a big uphill battle right now. You know, they're they're opening their gates, or they just opened their gates. They're not at full capacity. They're opening slowly. I don't think everything in Disney is open yet. And they have a lot of restrictions to how people go on the rides, masks. Uh, I don't know about you, but when you go on a ride, uh, it's one thing with some of these rides, especially roller coasters. And then imagine going on that ride now with a, with a, with a mask on. I, can't I, imagine, I don't find that you know, to be enjoyable. It, yeah, it doesn't feel enjoy- that feel, that doesn't feel, seem like it would be enjoyable at all. You know, uh, yeah, being that you know uh, some of these rides take your breath away. <laughs> so that 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 was exactly what I was thinking. And you yeah. know, the mask kind of like gets pulled to your face. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you can imagine how many masks are going to be laying on the ground uh, after some of these attractions uh, are open as well. That, so. that that that's an issue. But the main the main thing I think they have with this uphill battle, and I and I commend them for what they're doing and their plan and all their all their uh, hotels, you know, trying to reopen. So. First of all, uh, there is a mandatory um, quarantine period mm. when you go there before you can even attend. Is it's a two week quarantine period? Okay. Before you can even get to go into the park. That's so even when they announced that Disney was open, only the people that were local could actually go in the park. Yes. But their big uphill battle, Marcus, is the fact that. They're dealing with balancing the coronavirus and consumer confidence. And if either one of those two gets a little bit of skew, that park is shutting way down. And that little bit of revenue they're going to have coming in is going to be squashed in a fraction of a second. So they're being really careful. Yeah. uh, Yeah, it's just just the amount of money that was just... Loss is just on my mind, you know, uh, these theme parks, the hotels, the restaurants, and the other businesses that, you know, um, that's looking and rubbing their hands, hoping to benefit from it, uh, from the reopening, you know, and like you said, if if things doesn't go its plan, you know, it, it it's real scary what uh, what it can do for a lot of people financially. Look what, look what happened, Marcus, just at the Jersey Shore, uh, I think just a few weeks ago. They had seven or nine bars that were closed. Yes. Now they closed. How much have you heard that they closed because the lot of the kids going there they didn't have any masks on and they weren't practicing social distancing. They were like skin to skin, right together, which mm. were very close. And uh, the bartenders were wearing masks. The owners were wearing masks. So my question is, why didn't they say anything to the kids? And their response was, so they didn't want to cause a confrontation. No, it's not that they didn't want to cause a confrontation. It's that they didn't want to stop the money from coming in. Because remember, they were drinking very, very heavily. So now they released a new rule, at least in our state, New Jersey. But, you know, things are always changing. That if you have a restaurant, you can have your outdoor open, which they did a while back. But Mm -hmm. if you can open two of your main walls to let airflow come in, which not a lot of restaurants can, then you can open the indoor of your restaurant. Not a lot of restaurants have, you know, side walls. Some do, some yeah. bars do, but not everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they're saying not one wall, they're saying two walls. This so that means even if you have a big wall like on a boardwalk that doesn't qualify, you need to have a like you need to have a cross ventilation. Right. So I right. think I think the rules, Marcus, they just keep getting written every day. Yeah. And a lot of our administration. Um, I might give them credit. I know they're fighting a big challenge. But the truth of the matter is, uh, the coronavirus doesn't give anybody a manual. It doesn't tell you, hey, 
I'm going to knock on uh, John's door. I'm going to knock on Mark's door. I'm going to knock on Bob's door. And if they're at home, I'm going to go see some. It doesn't work like that. Uh, it doesn't play games. Uh, it doesn't discriminate. It just it just happens. And now with the virus starting to mutate in some states, uh, the virus um, vaccine that they're working on won't even be able to cure those mutations that are already starting to happen. Yeah, science does play a big role here, John, as, as you, you know, are like pointing to and you, you really, um, you know, bringing up some good points here. I, lo- I love where you're going with this. You know, um, the conversation here is great. Um, it, it is a learning curve. And, you know, I think Disney, you know, um, and, and many other people and, and even the politicians and, you know, and uh, those who, you know, are, you know, trying to work with experts is trying to continue to observe this and, and make the proper adjustments and changes as they move forward and and see what works and what doesn't. But, you know, uh, me personally, you know, I don't want to be part of the experiment, so I just continue to <laughs> do things uh, the right way as best as possible, uh, uh, you know, my own. Uh, you know, so uh, that's what we got TV for as well, to stay tuned in and great, great uh, shows <laughs> like ours uh, to keep people informed. So speaking of TVs, <laughs> so uh, any expensive TVs out there or is there, are they getting affordable now? <laughs> Uh, it's interesting you should ask me that. <laughs> uh, so you, Vizio, uh, which you can get in a lot of the, you know, like BJ Costco stores. They're yeah. not in a lot of the stores. So Vizio in Xiaomi, uh, which is X-I-A-O-M-I, uh, they launched a 4K 120 hertz OLED TV um, mm. at really affordable prices, under two grand for twelve ninety nine plus tax. Yeah, that's a great deal. So so, Xiaomi is, is supposed to be very well-known. They make cheaper terms, the most popular consumer products. Um, in, in January, uh, Vizio first unveiled its first OLED TV. Uh, everyone got so excited on about it, and it didn't take long for Asami to bring its own offering to the table, and then they came up with something. And both companies now, they use a 10-bit 4K OLED display panel. Uh, and I know you're probably saying to me, well, John, what, what is an OLED TV? Because that's probably the biggest, uh, you know, that's probably the biggest thing. You know, we, you know, we had LCD, mm-hmm. uh, and um, it, it's, uh, it's basically, uh, it, it's a TV. It uses a different type uh, of, of emission. We call it an organic light-emitting diode. So yes. needless to say, OLED. And it's made of a material that actually glows um, when you poke it or jab it with electricity. <laughs> Thus, uh, you get a much sharper, crisper picture than you did with uh, LED, uh, which many of us have been have been familiar with. I remember the I remember the rush when everybody wanted to go buy uh, an LED TV, and they thought they oh, yeah. were the greatest things. Then everybody wanted to go buy an HDTV, but now everybody wants to go buy an OLED TV because they've come down. OLED TVs used to be around five to seven thousand dollars. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so, and I... the other big reason, um, you know, with the TVs is people say, "Oh, I'm going to save so much money by getting an LED TV." Yeah. Did they really save that much money? There was no rebate from the uh, utility company. It was no. all hype. So you can get a fifty-five inch. Roughly to a sixty-five inch TV, it's going to take about thirteen hundred dollars to two grand out of your pocket. Not terrible, because no. we used to be sitting for that same kind of TV probably around seven to ten thousand dollars, yeah, depending on the features. And uh, Azami, Azami, basically the sixty-inch model that they have, uh, their TV is going to be right around eighteen thirty-nine. And guess where it's coming from? Oh, China. It, that sounds like China, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. from China. Yeah. Uh, and um, it's going to be a little hard to get that in here. Um, yeah. They're going to get imported to regions uh, such as Europe and the Middle East. And mm. uh, right now, <laughs> they're not really sure when they're going to reach the U.S. Yeah. So you might right now be thinking about getting this, but you may have to wait. <laughs> um and the only one out there right now with, you know, personally finding four HDR movies because, you know, um, four HDR movies, uh, a lot of people are beginning blown away by the games uh, on the, the OLED TVs. Right, right. Uh, the TV has content that, that lets you see uh, 
uh, the, like this this natural shine and footage, and you can really get uh, a different perspective. And um, the nice thing about it is that, I mean, they're really trying to give us, I guess you'd say, more of the virtual reality of a TV. I know it was only a couple years ago that I looked at a TV, and I think they wanted it was somewhere around six to seven thousand dollars for an led tv that had virtual reality in it that tv is not on the market anymore but we're mm. going to start to see that come back i mean you're starting to see virtual gaming you're starting to see uh different types of um games on on you know at home video games that are becoming virtual reality so so i think that's uh you know i, I think it's an important thing but i think we have to be careful that you know, we don't get lost in the fad. Would I go out tomorrow and buy an OLED TV? The answer is probably no. Um, if a TV broke and I'm looking to get one, yeah. But to me, I'm not a big TV buff. I don't watch TV a lot. Um, yeah. I do know that if I watch it, I want it to be clear and crisp like a movie. But I'm not into my TV 24-7 like so many people. If you take it away, they'll stop breathing. Yeah, definitely, and, and it seems like you know there's so many options now to to tune into you know uh, programming. You know, you got your phone, you can watch straight from your phone. You got to, you know, there's still people who carry tablets nowadays as well, and um, you know, uh, and then of course you can watch from your laptop, you know, um, or a desktop if you want to if you want to watch something while you're working. You know, so uh, it just it just seems seems pretty. I don't know. It's, it's starting to seem pretty, pretty old-fashioned to me. Marcus, do you remember why die? It's kind of died a little bit. Yeah. But several years ago, why die? Wireless display, and it was the ability that you could take your why die compatible laptop, which had why die in it, a why die mm-hmm. transmitter. Yep. And then hopefully you had a TV that had a why die receiver. Otherwise, you had to go buy one for. Now you could buy one for thirty or forty bucks, even cheaper, twenty-nine bucks. And yeah. if you hit the button on your computer, the two of them would sync. And you'd be able to basically send your audio and your video right to that TV. Stream it right to the TV. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, with, with that said, you know, that, you know, um, seems, it seems like, you know, um, I, I don't think this, uh, from from my perspective, I you know, I don't think people are going to be running, you know, to the back of the line for this thing, you know, um, um, I don't either. You know, so and, and I'm and I'm sure I'm sure I'll do an unboxing on it, but yeah. it's probably not something I'm going to rush to do tomorrow. Uh, as you know, I try to unbox things that I feel people need today, and I think the OLED TV is nice. Um, I don't feel it's something that warrants an investment right now. I do think yeah. it's a clearer, sharper image, uh, but again, you know. The other TVs were very sharp, too. How sharp an image do we want? Why don't we just go out and watch the darn game in person? <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, I mean, or, yeah, or like like you said, uh, you know, let's, let's, you know, we might as well just bring the virtual reality here, you know, um, you know, slap on some glasses or something um, <laughs> and actually and actually be inside of the TV. So, <laughs> so yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it's going to, you know, uh, sharper and crispier is going to make much of a difference as long as you can see it so no uh, and and, you know these OLED TVs the thing about them is that you know a lot of technology is being made you probably know this Um, actually we're going to be doing a uh, we have a real cool appliance we're going to we're actually going to be unboxing a Bosch in a few weeks that's going to be pretty cool and uh, the reason we're going to do that is because these new dishwashers now they're claiming that they're going to be really silent and uh, there's just a lot of technology. There's something out there now that allows you to dry your dishes without actually heating the dishes. They use oh. a special type of mineral from the earth yeah. that when you allow cool air to pass over it, it gets very hot. So we're gonna. So I try to talk about things that are you know interesting to people that are gonna make sense. Sometimes the technology is a little bit of money, but in my eyes, getting a TV that's gonna have a little better vision on it. I just feel that if the TV's working right now, why do we need to replace it? Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. It makes total sense. Um, and if you get something yeah. now, who's going to say that you have all that program on your on your cable network? Right, 
Exactly. So then what are you buying a TV for if you're going to have to now buy all this stuff? And it's not like you can go to the store and go buy DVDs. They're not really – it's not like you have a blockbuster or you have a, a video store around. No. You could buy them somewhere, but I don't know. Most people just watch a movie. They stream it, right? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, but what's... the media is going to play a game with this. I mean, they're going to try yeah. to create the need. And I believe what's going to happen, Marcus, is you're going to see this TV price drop even lower. As yes. long as they can get these TVs into the United States, I think we're going to see this price drop down at 412. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if this drops down below a thousand bucks before the holiday. Indeed. Uh, speaking of, you know, your stores, you know, I heard you say stores, you know, uh, and this, to, you know, this probably be the last topic we talk about here before you wrap things up for us, John. Um, there's about to date, you know, 9,257 9, stores um, that, uh, you know um that are closing uh in 2020 so far you know uh far as on the tech end you know um yeah, due to the coronavirus pandemic um they're they're in a horrible shape you know they have declared bankruptcy um so maybe just speak to a little bit you know about this retail apocalypse well i think we talked about it a little bit last week uh, and we're blaming it on, you know, Corona. And that one store, by the way, was, was Microsoft. But yeah. in the sense of Corona, we can't blame that on Microsoft. Microsoft was already doing a poor job. They already didn't have their market defined. And they were trying to trick people. So when you went to the... You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Store you had to go buy something and they tried to copy off Verizon. But their store was going to close anyway, even if Corona wasn't here. They're just using, they're just trying to blame it on the scapegoat of, of Corona. The other stores that you see closing, it's simple. What have we got now? Our unemployment rate is still pretty high. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Right. And because of that, um, people are not going out and just buying things the way they were buying it before, right? They're, They're just not doing that. So I feel that that's one reason. The other reason is that, Marcus, we can't get technology in the store. Um, you know, just to even order an appliance right now, the manufacturers, whether we're talking dishwashers, washing machines, um, any type of major household appliance, even some um, air conditioning systems, uh, central air, the products that we need are not being manufactured uh, because their plants have just opened, and guess where all the raw materials are coming from? China. China, yeah. <laughs> so now Makes we're sense. waiting for those products to come through, and then they have to go through this long process where they actually have to be like decontaminated. Um, and I feel that, you know, and now they're not even sending things on plane, they're sending things by boat because the boat is cheaper. It's actually costing them double and triple the money to send a plane from China to the U.S. Mm. So now, to get something from China to the U.S., it's about 45 days. They put it on the slow. When we talk about a slow boat from China, well, there really is a slow boat from China. Yeah. It does exist. Literally. (laughs) It really, when people make that joke, what is it, a slow boat from China? Yeah, it exists. That slow boat from China leaves from China, comes to the U.S. port, New York, and then they get one of the other major carriers that we know to deliver the product. But when you order the product, you can't even track the product while it's on that slow boat from China because mm. there's no tracking. Right. There could be, but they don't want to pay for it. So I guess the reason that this is happening is because right now people are buying what they need. And yeah. stores are closing also because there's a hassle. I mean, if you need to get something right now, you probably try to get it online, right? You probably don't want to go actually to a store if you don't have to. I know, like, I, I go to the office and I go and get go food shopping, but really, you don't want to go a lot of places, do you? Right, you not at all. You go to where you need, uh, you know, if you have to go to a client or something, but I mean, but you keep everything, you know, you follow all these procedures, just to go shopping now is a lot harder than it was before. I mean, it's getting easier, but like when you go shopping, I always tell somebody, it's like you're going out to battle, going out to prepare for <laughs> battle. 
you know, you put your mask on, you're here, you may not have your sword, but, you know, you're, you're tired. You, you, you wipe the stuff off, you come home, you wipe the stuff off again. Okay, did I wipe it? Am I sure I wiped it well? Well, I got to put it away. Am I sure I wiped it again? Yeah, I got everything. Yeah. It's good. I throw it out. So I think the reason they're all closing is, is that they're finding it hard because, remember, if they would have they been closed, three, four months, yep. three, four months, they're not going to get that business overnight. Any business right now, Marcus, that does not have a plan to operate virtually, I'm sorry to say, is doomed for failure. So if mm. they can't take orders by phone, they don't have to have a website, but they should. And if they don't understand this philosophy, then, you know, that company's doors are going to close and they're going to wonder why. Because I think we're looking at anywhere from could be 8, 12, 18 months till we start getting some type of stability back on. And then right. you got people wondering, well, gee, if I go to the store, I mean, just the other day I wanted to go get something and I had to go create an e-appointment to go buy something. Mm-hmm. I think, the heck with this. Now you're going to save some money, but, but where is the line, uh, Marcus, between saving money and inconvenience? Would oh, you yeah. pay a few more dollars if it, was, if it wasn't as convenient? I probably would. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So I think that's the reason, Marcus. I think a lot of these companies right now, they're, they're not prepared for this. I mean, when you talk to people and they're spending thousands of dollars with these shields, but they don't have a plan. Um, I went to a warehouse the other day, and they didn't even have curbside pickup. Wow. They're not prepared for this. They don't have the infrastructure. And it's not a lot of money, but it is a little bit of planning. And these big stores don't care. If they're getting enough money to pay their lights and to pay their employees, unfortunately, if they're getting their check, Marcus, it's not nice to say, they don't care about you or I. They just care. A lot of these people in the company, they care that they're taking a paycheck home every week. But they don't really care that they're not getting a bonus or whatever. So the reason they're closing is because people were just not buying the way they did before. And the other reason is because the stores are not embracing new philosophy about how to do business virtually. I I, I did a a show uh, last week and I said to people, you know, people are getting it but they're just not getting it overnight. And that's the reason why our economy is here. It's not our government's fault. It's nobody's fault. It's the fault of that we need to adapt. We need to retool. Yes, people need some money. I get that. But we need to start figuring out. The other day I was talking to somebody, and I'll wrap up, and I said to the gentleman, I said, we're having a networking event. He says to me, oh, John, don't waste my time with that. So what do you mean? He says, well, when we can network in person, let me know. I said, what are you doing now? Yeah, I don't have time for that. So what do you do with that, right? Mm-hmm. You, you can't wait. For those people, so those people are going to miss the boat. They're going to retire many years earlier than they need to, because guess what's going to happen? They're going to get fired. Yeah, yeah, that that, that makes a lot of sense, John. And uh, you you really put that in a huge perspective for us, and really shed light on uh, what's not being said and what needs to be talked about. And uh, we really appreciate you so much for all that you offer us. You really am. You really are a, a, a gem in, in the, I guess what you want to say, in the sand. So we, we found you and, and we picked you right up and, and you are uh, the light for us. So thank you so much, John. Uh, how about you go ahead and tell us uh, more about G, JMR.com and, uh, and what you guys offer and, and what sure. you guys got well, going well, the, on. The, the JMR Connection um, is a 29-year technology company based in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. We do offer remote services, support services to all of our clients, prospective clients, of course, in the New Jersey area, but also tri-state, United States, as well as even Canada. So we help you remotely. And even though during this pandemic, we always try to solve things remotely, safely and securely. If we can't, we have, of course, deployed technicians in New Jersey right now only um, to solve whatever we need to do in the most safest, strictest manner uh, adhering to the most uh, social standards, masks, disinfecting, so that people feel co- comfortable. It's not enough um, that we are taking care of people's technology. It's also important that we take care of the people we're visiting and protect them and protect our staff. 
we offer a host of other services such as um, custom uh, PC uh, building. Uh, we set up networks, and there's a variety of things on our website, which I could spend hours going into. But the main thing is, is that if you have a technology challenge and you need it fixed or you need something connected, something paired, or you just need some advice on what to get, we're the place to go. Uh, you know, with our weekly radio show and now our unboxings that we do a couple times a month, which we don't do live, and then we have our reviews. Uh, just last week we did a review of a Dyson. We did a review of it. And we give people very valuable information that I feel is useful to help them make a purchase. And the last thing I will end with is that people always want technology tips. For businesses, we engineer technology to grow your business, which is a registered trademark of ours. Another trademark of ours is we make IT easy. And if you're like a lot of people that want to know about how to stay safe, uh, how to you know, avoid these bad actors we talked about online, and just how to use technology in a smart manner during COVID-19 and maybe how to get the word out about your business, then you need to pick up your cell phone and text 24 hours a day. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. I-T-S-U-P-P-O-R-T to triple eight triple one. That's I-T-S-U-P-P-O-R-T to triple eight triple one, And you'll get a text back from us as well as a few texts during the months about technology and topics that you need to be aware about. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, John, for, you know, for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure you join us next week uh, at the same time, same channels uh, in which you may be listening or watching. We'll be right back here again at 415 p.m. Central Standard Time and 5.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 888 That's IT support to 888 and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jaymore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com. suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown.